You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site now. Check out all the good stuff we have there. We've got you caught up there if you missed anything with the NFL draft for free agency. And we also have trade grades, anything you miss there. Here in Locked On Fantasy Football, we have to continue with our mock draft here. So we're doing a slow play mock draft. We're using a 12-team, 17-round, half-point PPR format for what we're doing here, our exercise in June. So we've gotten through the first four rounds. So now we're going to focus on round five. So what we did was create 12 teams here. We called them creatively Team 1, Team 2, Team 3, and so on there. And we're looking at what they're doing here Potentially in June, if they had to mock draft, to maybe play this as a real draft in some situation. So we wanted to see how these drafts might go so you know where they might go when you're practicing for your real drafts in fantasy football for August and September. You cannot get enough practice seeing how the scenarios might play out. And things are always changing with these players on the board as well with the rankings and where players should go. So... That's what we've been doing here on Lockdown Fantasy Football, so we'll continue uh, giving a fifth player to all our teams here when it's all said and done. We also like to dish out a piece of advice with every pick. So 12 picks again here for you on this show, uh, four picks, a segment with a piece of advice there. So yeah, racking up the advice here, we'll have 60 nuggets now that you can stash away in your head uh, when you're on the clock here for real later this summer. I do have to remind you, on this network, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news on insight on every game, team, and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's dive into this podcast, Locked On Fantasy Football, the latest episode here. Where we left off was at the end here for team number one. They were making the turn, so they started with Christian McCaffrey in round one, Patrick Mahomes in round two, Keenan Allen in round three, Miles Gaskin at running back here, their second back. So RB1 and RB2 filled out here with the Panthers and Dolphins backs, quarterback, with Mahomes, Keenan Allen, wide receiver one. So now we're looking for a wide receiver two. It is strange to see this name last this long, but I think this is the appropriate value here for this player. It's Julio Jones, the newest member of the Titans. You can check out the trade grades I have up there on SportingNews.com. I think it's a pretty good fit, but keep in mind Julio Jones is more in the Corey Davis category than you would think A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, in our draft, Went to team number seven all the way up into round two. So pretty good separation. Brown is clearly the number one. Julio's the number two. He's getting older. He's coming off another hamstring riddled injury season here. So I look at the 
Julio Jones pick in round five, the piece of advice that comes with this, draft the player, not the name. Julio Jones was a name that was consistently in the elite group of wide receivers, top three off the board as a wide receiver one, but this situation has changed. He's on a new team. They have a clear young guy that's rising there. Really, Calvin Ridley was taking over from Julio Jones as the number one on his own team because Jones can stay healthy. Ridley was younger and making big plays with bigger upside. Julio's on the other side of 30 here shortly and also coming off an injury-riddled season. So all that points to Julio being lesser, but still not low enough to drop him out of wide receiver two range. So for a team that took McCaffrey and Mahomes, took those luxuries early to get Allen and Jones here as your top two wide receivers, pretty darn good. The next team on the clock after team one would be team number two, logically speaking. They took Dalvin Cook in round one, completed their backfield starting with rookie Najee Harris of the Steelers in round two. So Viking Steelers, two workhorse backs there. Michael Thomas, one of those players like Julio Jones that once was up there, but adapting to the situation, the name is not what you're looking at at the player always. So Michael Thomas was the third round pick. Adam Thielen, a solid pickup in round four. So two running backs, two wide receivers. So we could look at quarterback. We could look to fill out our wide receiver. Here is team number two. But team number two says, look, we like TJ Hawkinson a lot. I think we think Hawkinson can have as big a season as George Kittle, who was taken in, in the previous round near the beginning of it. So you had Travis Kelsey off the board in round two, Darren Waller at the end of round three, Kittle early in round four. Now you get Hawkinson. So one tight end per round, essentially here early. Hawkinson, I really think he can have a big year. It's not just he's appearing in ads with George Kittle. He's another Iowa guy and all that. But he legitimately is a similar type of talent. He was a first-round pick. He's a good blocker. He can catch everything here. And the vacated targets. And that's the piece of advice that comes with team number two. Vacated targets point to an established go-to guy. Hawkinson was a go-to guy at the end of last season there with Matthew Stafford. That's not going to change here with Jared Goff as the quarterback. You look at the changing landscape of wide receiver, no Kenny Galladay, no Marvin Jones. They're going to hope that they can get something out of Brashad Perryman and Tyrell Williams. Good luck with that. And DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. But Hawkinson could be a primary receiver here for Jared Goff. It would not surprise me if he becomes Jared Goff's new Cooper Cup. Working in the middle of the field, short and intermediate routes. That's what Goff does best here. And Anthony Lynn, we know coming over, has a good experience with using the tight end and Hunter Henry. So all that lines up for Hawkinson being a nice guy to kind of jump his value and reach a little bit to get him because I think he can have a real special season as a rising tight end one in this league. So good job by team number one and team number two. Let's go to team number three. They also went backfield, backfield to start their draft. Derrick Henry in round one, Antonio Gibson in round two. Allen Robinson and Kenny Galladay were the next two picks. Pretty good there, wide receiver one, wide receiver two. So again, we're left with the same decision. We went down the same positional line as team number two. We're going to go in a little different direction here. We may have wanted Hawkinson here to pair with what we had, but we're now going with Deontay Johnson instead 
for the Steelers at wide receiver. So, Deontay, we round out our starting wide receivers. Wide receiver 1, 2, 3. Deontay has some wide receiver 2 upside. And the piece of advice that comes with team number 3 in the selection of Deontay Johnson, wide receiver Steelers, every team has a top wide receiver. So, look, we can say that he's on the same par with Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool, but Deontay Johnson really acts like the number one receiver on his team. Chase Claypool, the big guy with his body, he's a deep threat, can also be helpful in the red zone. Juju Smith-Schuster is a slot guy, can eat up targets and the short catches there. But Deontay Johnson kind of completes everything. He can finish drives, he can stretch the field. He's really the number one receiver, and Ben Roethlisberger should recognize that. And this is a special year for Deontay. I think he'll put it all together. He's in the vein of what we saw with Antonio Brown and Emmanuel Sanders. So he's really the number one receiver in Pittsburgh. Don't lump them all together and just wait and wait and wait. Deontay certainly separates every team as a top wide receiver. The piece of advice that comes with team number three, finishing up wide receiver three. Team number four is our last team we'll get to before we take our first break. Alvin Kamara was the first pick in round one. RB1, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver one in round two. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as our RB2 in round three. Then we went in a different direction as team number four. Kyler Murray was a great value there for us in round number four. So that would say, look, we could go for wide receiver to get a little bit more help there. We just have Jefferson. We could look at tight end as well. We feel pretty good about our running backs, but... The best value to us right now is Kareem Hunt. And we've got two similar backs that can catch passes here in Kamara and Edwards Alaire. Let's add a third back and get flexy sexy. And team number four, the piece of advice, it's okay to quote flex, unquote, your muscle early. So know your league rules, but most leagues now do feature a flex. And if it's not super flex, that includes a quarterback, then you're looking at one that includes an RB wide receiver or tight end at that spot so look we like our team and the way we can catch passes we're excited about Jefferson's potential as a wide receiver one we don't love the wide receivers here we'd like to get the best value not reach hey we can use a flex spot in our league here in this uh, 12 team format and really flex makes it a lot more interesting I think it adds a little bit more intrigue to your draft and intrigue to your lineup decisions so Look, team number four wanted to get those lineup decisions out of the way, so why not take Kareem Hunt here? So now you got three spots filled here, essentially. So you can do that when you have a flex, and this was the right time to do it for team number four. All right, we will get to the rest of our eight teams and what they did here in round number five of our 12-team, 17-round, half-point PPR mock draft in a moment, but I do have to tell you more about Rock Auto, one reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store new car dealership? Just go save at rockauto.com on anything you need. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and markedly easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and most important, prices you prefer. At rockauto.com you'll find everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether you're a classic driver or you're a daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered directly to your door. 
Best of all, as I mentioned, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same professionals and do-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? To save, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. You can find them at rockauto.com. We'll be right back here to uh, break down uh, team number five and their pick as we continue round five of our mock draft analysis here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. All right, let's uh, continue the show here. Team number five had a pretty good run here through four rounds. Saquon Barkley, RB1, round one. DK Metcalf, wide receiver one, round two. J.K. Dobbins, RB2, round three. Josh Allen, of course, QB1 in round five. Now what do we want to do here? We do have a clear path we could go. We got Barkley and Dobbins. We got our quarterback taken care of. So really the question comes, do we go wide receiver? We need a second wide receiver. Or do we go tight end here? Well, I think it's pretty clear we need to get a second wide receiver. I mean, this is getting a little bit late. We want to make sure we have a pretty solid wide receiver two here before things kind of drop off. So the question is answered with Cooper Cup, wide receiver of the Rams. So Robert Woods went there several picks earlier in round number four to team number eight. So here, Cooper Cup makes sense. And part of that was Robert Woods is probably going to be the new go-to guy for Matthew Stafford as the outside guy inside versatility. Cooper Cup more to the established slot guy that did with Jared Goff. But with team number five, the philosophy is sometimes you just need to address a position. Here, the way the draft went, we're happy about what we did with our two running backs, Metcalf in between, then pivoting to Josh Allen there last round. But it says we have to go wide receiver here before things drop off. So, And things might line up. Well, but there were some good values here. Cooper Cup, a couple more receivers that will go in this round we'll talk about. Yeah, so Team 5 feels very comfortable going Cooper Cup, diversifying the portfolio. Can you do that with five guys, five teams, all represented on Team number 5 in Round 5. Team number 6, they started with Aaron Jones of the Packers. They went with Joe Mixon of the Bengals, so back-to-back -back running backs. They took care of RB1, RB2 early. Then they went down the line with Terry McLaurin, as wide receiver one in round number three, and DJ Moore as wide receiver two in round number four. So what do we do in team number six's head here? Well, again, we go for that third wide receiver, tight end, and of course quarterback is available. Now, we may prefer to take this guy the next round if we're team number six, but we don't want to take that chance. There's a lot of picks here at the bottom that we have to wait our turn quite a bit for that return here. We, we got to wait basically six picks up, six picks down, and we don't want to risk losing this guy. So we're going to take Lamar Jackson as team number six. And the piece of advice that comes with team number six, be aggressive at quarterback when needed. This is a good time to do so. It's about time for that next run at quarterback to start after we saw Murray and Allen go back to back there in round number four so we're about to hit that next wave here of QB1s so get on it if you want that quarterback and you feel Lamar Jackson is special 
and you're going to get a nice return for him from the fifth round, do it. Just jump on him. Don't worry about if he was supposed to go 10 to 12 picks later because he may not be available for you. So go after your quarterback. If that's where you want to go and that's the player you want, get him. And don't worry about if it's uh, 5 to 15 picks off of where he should go according to the rankings. Team number seven, they've been all about the upside. Jonathan Taylor was the first pick. The second-year running back is the RB1 in round one. A.J. Brown, third-year wide receiver, is wide receiver one from the Titans in round two. Then DeAndre Swift to finish up the running backs there. So it's another second-year back in round three. CeeDee Lamb, second-year wide receiver in round four. So where do they go here? And I think Team 7 is trying to embrace the mindset here of Team number 4 that they like their backfield, John Taylor and DeAndre Swift, but there is some potential sharing with different players there. So maybe we need to add a little bit more depth, get a nice little flex spot here. And Travis Etienne is how they flex their muscles as Team number 7. So, look, it was a great run for James Robinson, undrafted free agent, rookie, did big things there as a borderline RB1 in a lot of formats but Etienne arrives here as a first round pick, they're excited to use him, people say he's going to be a change of pace receiving back but there's no way you use a first round pick on a running back that you pair with his college quarterback that you're not envisioning a big role for and Etienne we know is a big time receiver but also just a fine runner as well so Travis Etienne is where we want to go. And this goes with our mentality. We've been going with second-year players and one-third-year players, so might as well get a rookie in the mix. This is the type of team we want. All youthful upside. And it's okay to stick with all youthful talent is a piece of advice that comes with team number seven in this round. Yeah, we want to go that way. We want an exciting upside team. We don't feel like we need to force in veterans here. We like the direction of the team. So it's okay to do that. No one says you have to balance out second and third year guys with long-term veterans. You don't want that. You just want the best players, period. It doesn't matter if they're the same class, second or third year, or if you go down to a rookie here. So Travis Etienne, Team 7, showing its confidence there, much like Team number 4 did in uh, going to the flex. Finally, in this segment, we have to talk about team number eight. They started with Tyreek Hill in round one, Cam Akers and Chris Carson back-to-back running backs, and then they went to Robert Woods. So two running backs, two wide receivers. What do they do here? We know what the path says. Go for tight end or quarterback. Now that Lamar Jackson's off the board, teammates should worry because the teams picking at the end there need to think about quarterback here as well. So no one down the line, team nine, Team 10, Team 11, Team 12 have quarterbacks. So, again, if we want the quarterback and he's associated with this tier before it feels like there's a drop-off, let's jump on the quarterback, Dak Prescott. With Lamar Jackson gone, there might be a little bit more sense of urgency to jump on that guy if we like Dak enough here. So, Dak Prescott is the choice for Team number 8 for a big rebound season. There he was off to the best season in fantasy football among all the quarterbacks last year. So we feel really good about that value. And Lamar kind of reminded us, going to team number six, two picks earlier, we got to get Dak when we can. So the advice that comes with team number eight, be aware of quarterback tiers before they drop off. And I think there's a drop off. When you get to Russell Wilson, we know that he's had those second half lulls here after the hot start. So again, that's the biggest concern there. 
So Dak Prescott right there with Lamar Jackson. We think he's a guy that could finish on top of the quarterback leaderboard here, as well as Jackson with the thinking for team number six. So team number eight goes with Dak Prescott and feels really good about it. All right, we feel really good about where we are here, uh, two-thirds of the way into our fifth round. We do need to close with our picks, team nine through team 12. We'll do that in our final segment, but I do have to remind you that Bilt Bar is the best paste tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar that tastes like a dessert. What's your favorite Bilt Bar flavor? There are so many to choose from. The only way you can decide is getting in on their core flavors. They have nine delicious flavors and the occasional limited time flavor. Check it out at Bilt Bar right now. Some of those flavors include coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownies, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. My favorite flavors Certainly lean on the brownie side, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, but I also love double chocolate and salted caramel. I'm a chocoholic. All the bars you get from Bilt Bar are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. If you want to try all the flavors, you can do that. Get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine core flavors there. Most of the flavors from Bilt Bar, they're best tasting and they're healthy for you too. 17 grams protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams sugar, only 4 grams net carbs. Some bump it up to 18 grams protein, only 180 calories. 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs. So order now and get whatever you want in your box there. I would suggest the mix box, try them all, but if you like a certain flavor, do that as well. However you want your Built Bars to come, you can get them. And the only place to get them is at BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know the NFL doesn't have some action on the field, but there's props and features you can look at. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online as well. Get all the latest news, odds, and information for our sporting needs, including NFL and MLB, and of course, NBA and NHL with the playoffs here getting closer to the finals and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, puck drop. Whistle, blow, whatever that starts your sporting event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and content information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the game as teams continue their runs in the playoffs here. It's an exciting time for basketball and hockey. We also have MLB surging through the All Star breaks. So There's plenty of game action as we wait for the NFL. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is enter the promo code Locked On, and you'll get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's continue here. Let's close up our fifth round of this mock draft. We're liking the slow play, really deep dive, get you the advice you need to know, and really examine these players and picks one by one it, it's really helpful so we'll do this through at least round 10 then we'll maybe do some uh, chunk of rounds there to close up our look at our uh, 12 team 17 round half point ppr mock draft team number nine went back-to-back -back wide receiver to start Devontae adams calvin ridley david montgomery and josh jacobs so they could go in many directions here it's two wide receivers two running backs that seems to be a very common combination here early through round four we're going to go with Tyler Lockett here. 
to round out our wide receiver core. So we feel like we have two wide receiver ones there in Adams and Ridley. Even if Lockett has a little bit of drop-off there for the Seahawks, we still think he's going to be a solid wide receiver too. So that should be a strength for us. We're com comfortable right now with that backfield of Montgomery and Jacobs. We'll just add some depth there. So the advice that comes with team number nine, be patient when needed at quarterback and tight end. So we don't reach for a quarterback. We don't think a tight end is a value here that we want to go after. And keep in mind, everyone around us that's uh, following has uh, tight ends already on the board here. So that's something to play into your head as well. Darren Waller, Team 10. George Kittle's on Team 11. And Travis Kelsey's on Team 12. So we don't have to take the quarterback or the quarterback or the tight end here with the way things have played out, especially with Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott gone at quarterback. And teams at the end taking care of a tight end and Hawkinson also off the board here earlier in round five. So be patient when needed, quarterback and tight end. Don't force yourself and panic to go to those positions if the value is better elsewhere. And team nine feels that with Tyler Lockett as wide receiver three. Let's go to team number 10. You have uh, Nick Chubb in round one, RB1. We also got our RB2 in round four with uh, Miles Sanders of the Eagles. So pretty good value there. In between... DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver one in round number two, and Darren Waller, tight end one in round number three. So, feel like we have a nice bump at tight end. We have a really good backfield situation. So, we got to go back to wide receiver here. And Brandon Ayuk really stands out to us of the 49ers. If he's healthy, he's going to have a big year. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo early, Trey Lance late. Ayuk is a special receiver all around here. So, he flashed a lot last year. He's going to build on that even more this year. So the piece of advice that comes with team number 10, the best available strategy works if you do it by need. So look, we're just going down the board. What do we feel like is the best player available? We don't feel it's a quarterback. We don't feel it's a running back. So let's go with the wide receiver that we're most excited about here, the best value. In our minds, team 10, and also part of being patient, the best available strategy works if you do it by need. So at some point, you go best available early, but you also have to think about what you're sacrificing or what direction you might have to go later. But if you do it in the middle rounds as well, it helps you. So you're not reaching for a player, and you're building some good supporting players for your early picks. Team number 11, the piece of advice, we'll start with that. Sometimes you draft a player for his system and role. So right now, we're excited about what we have already, Stefan Diggs. Round one, wide receiver one. Round two, Austin Eckler, RB one. We have Mike Evans as our wide receiver two in round three. George Kittle, tight end one in round four. So two wide receivers, running back, tight end. We really should think about running back here. So sometimes we just have to go in the direction. And the piece of advice that comes here, sometimes you draft a player for a system and roll. That leads us to Mike Davis of the Falcons. Right now, he's a lead Falcons back. They don't have much else there. They clean house here rather well without Brian Hill and Todd Gurley. Don't have much else there that is competing for this key position feature role in Arthur Smith's offense. We know they're going to be run heavy. A lot of what we saw from the Titans should translate to Atlanta. They're going to go in that direction. Obviously, moving Julio Jones, they're comfortable being more of a balanced team here. So Mike Davis, big year, subbing in for Christian McCaffrey. He was very valuable for those who lost CMC last year. So 
He's in a good system with Arthur Smith and offense in transition. He's in a good role and not necessarily the highest end talent in the world, but very serviceable, can get the job done, plug and play him. That's why he got a good contract from the Falcons on the cheap end to run in this offense after his good year in Carolina. So Mike Davis, sometimes you draft a player for a system and role, and Mike Davis certainly is the best player in the best system right now for what you need at RB2 as team number 11. Finally, let's look at what team 12 does in round number 5. They started with Ezekiel Elliott, then Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper. So he doubled up on Cowboys, and that could have been why team 8 also jumped on Dak Prescott. Team 12 could have been trying to make a Cowboys super team here with their offense. So team 8 was probably a little bit aware of that, that Team 12 could be a Cowboys fan, but we already mentioned, uh, just like with Team 2 with Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, it's okay to have a running back-wide receiver combo from the same team, as long as you know independently they're going to produce and it's going to be a balanced offense that can support both. That said, we got to get an RB2 here to pair with Ezekiel Elliott. How about Chase Edmonds? So Mike Davis came up as a value there for Team number 11 with the penultimate pick in Round 5. Chase Edmonds is a similar value. He's in a good situation, system, and role. And with the advice for team number 12, be aware of a coach's favorite for an expanded role. Chase Edmonds has been a coach's favorite quickly. Early in Cliff Kingsbury's tenure, it was Kenny Drake, but clearly Edmonds was the darling of their backfield. They didn't keep Drake because of Edmonds. They didn't really try to upgrade too much at running back because of Edmonds here. Just went after... Uh, they had in James Conner, so we know he's not a durable guy that you can trust, but Edmonds is a guy they love. He's doing the key role here, running the ball, catching passes in this backfield for Kyler Murray, and really Cliff Kingsbury likes him a lot. So Chase Edmonds, to me, even though James Conner has arrived in Arizona, he's a guy we're looking at here still as a lead. And a value a little lesser than Mike Davis, because Davis has more of a clear-cut path to maybe key touches, but Edmonds does too with the nature of the Cardinals offense. So there you have it. There's round five in the books. Guess what's coming up next? We'll look at round six on our next show here on Locked On Fantasy Football. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Kevin Durant was all the Brooklyn Nets needed. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Do the same here for Locked On Fantasy Football. This has been another episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football. This has been your host, Vinny Iyer. We'll see you next time with our look at round number six as our mock draft analysis continues here. June 12th team, 17 round, half point PPR.